everybody and welcome to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry and sitting right in front of me is the great John Sowen. Hello. Oh, great. That's such a, like, a descriptor yes. or something. Wait, what, what, what kind of word is that? Is that an adjective or adverb or noun or what? It's, it's an adjective and it's really, it's like, it's, it's my go-to adjective. It's one of my favorites. Along, oh, yeah. Along with badass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I haven't been doing the Grammar God show in quite some time, so I've forgotten most of the rules. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. That was the best John Sowen Grammar God. And to my right is Buck Perez. How you doing, sir? Yeah, doing fine. How are All you? All right. I'm doing great. Now, uh, before we start, Dear. The- <laughs> Sorry. anyway, before we start the show, I'd like to uh, say something real quick. The uh, first month of the show has been going good, by the way. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for getting involved with the show. The download numbers have been way bigger than I ever expected them to be. So, uh, uh, everybody, give yourselves a round of applause. Very good, thank you. I think we've made some uh, good, good, job, de- good decisions in uh, the, the way we put the show together. So uh, we'd like to thank everybody. We're going to continue to keep pushing on. So uh, thank you. In between the last show and uh, starting off uh, far out, uh, there's a little bit of downtime. You know, I, d- I did some vacationing with the family, mm-hmm. and uh, I went with my fiance out to New York City, and we went uh, to go visit some of her uh, cousins on uh, Long Island. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so so we went out there, and uh, they lived in Massapequa, which was home to like Alec Baldwin and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. And the situation? No, is he from Massapequa? I have no idea. <laughs> all East Coast are. people, yeah, all East Coast people are from Jersey Shore now, you know, basically. So, but I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I know, but you know, the funny thing is, my uh, when Sarah was first, my fiance was first watching Jersey Shore, she had no idea what the people on Jersey Shore were. Right. She's like, "Are those Mexicans? Like, they don't talk like Mexicans." Wow. And I was like, no, dude, those are guidos. She's like, what the fuck's a guido? Who's, who is this? Uh- Very politically correct, Todd, too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, no, it's true. I mean, if you had to define... <laughs> I guess they do call themselves guidos all the time, so... Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna... It's, a, it's okay now. Yeah, well... It's okay now. It's perfectly okay. It's just kind <laughs> I mean, of weird. It's all right if they're white people in order to use some kind of racial slur. Like, if I... Sometimes I like to uh, refer to my woman as a mick. Can she hear you with all the Guinness that she's drinking? At that hour? <laughs> no, or, no. Well, right. she, she she was uh, eight a.m. She was conceived on it, <laughs> and uh, her mother drank it while pregnant. Nice. Really? So, uh, yeah. Is that is that true? Well, you know. Yeah. So what happens is we're out in uh, beautiful Long Island, New York City, and so we're we're rolling Home out with a drink. Yeah. The iced tea. I mean. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. Uh, around here, we drink the Long Beach iced tea, John. <laughs> so we're out there on uh, on Long Island, and they, her cousins want to take us out to a place called Fire Island. I've heard of that. Yeah. Now, do you guys? I, I had no idea what goes on at Fire Island. I Me just, neither. There is some gay shit happening. I did. Oh, know. really? I would assume there'd be fire. I thought it was like Bikini Island. You know? Oh, wait oh, a second. Like yeah, I, I get it like, now. Oh, yeah, fire, fire Island. Oh, yeah. You came into town, they're like, yeah, we'll take Sarah's uh, fiancé to Fire Island. That, that, that was their... <laughs> I mean, just looking at it from their point of view, yeah. This, right. is a, this is a good plan, yeah. 
I mean, that, it, that's kind of uncomfortable. It sounds yeah, cool. Exactly. It sounds like you know maybe they you could do bonfires on the beach there, or like you know there's they set big fires and then they don like weird Indian masks and they do like this dance around it. That sounds cool too. Yeah, that does. Know, that, that's that what does I picture cool. at Fire yeah. Island. You know, yeah. it's kind of like that scene in the Big Lebowski where they go to Jackie Treehorn's house and they have the woman that they're put, they're playing the and they're putting the woman on the trampoline and her naked breasts are flailing through the air. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's not what I picture when I hear Fire Island, but all well, right. Well, they took me to Fire Island because there is a very large lighthouse out there. Oh, okay. And old, and her cousins are, are older people, so... How I, old? Uh, well, the woman was like 50. Okay. It was the cousin, and then her mother was like 80. That is, oh, wow. That's that, that super sound, old. That sounds kinky. That does sound... And kinky. the grandmother was yeah. 130. Yeah, exactly. No, and, the, and the great-grandmother was in her 170s or something like that? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, it was right. like 100, uh, 200 years old. <laughs> 200 years old. So we end up, we, we go out to Fire Island to see the lighthouse because old people love lighthouses. Okay. Mm. And, and so we go over there and then we walk through the flora and the fauna, get to the uh, lighthouse. And uh, let me say it was impressive. Okay. <laughs> nice. And so then. <laughs> impressive how so, Todd? It was tall. Okay. It was white. Yes. And it, I, I really believe that it cleared the way for the local sailors to come into town. You know? <laughs> well, that's what lighthouses are supposed to do. You know, you know, there's a... Were you impressed by the architecture? I was. Okay. I was. It was spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think one of the greatest ways to find out if a lighthouse is truly an effective lighthouse is the amount of shipwrecks around it. There were no shipwrecks around this lighthouse. Oh, okay, that's oh, good. good. That's how I know it was a very infallible lighthouse. Well, I guess it did its job then. So we walk back to the car after seeing the lighthouse, and we decide to walk down the beach. Okay. Which, you know, one would want to do. So it's, it's a nice day, and the, the beach, there's not, much, there's not many people on the beach. You know, it's just kind of uh, just the three of us, actually, me and my fiancé and her uh, 50-year-old uh, cousin. So we're walking, and then out in the distance, out yonder, out about 150 yards away, I noticed that there is a couple congregating on the beach. Oh. How congregating, meaning what? Just, I don't know. It was 150 yards away, so I couldn't quite tell how oh, they were okay. congregating. But as we got closer, I thought, oh, shit. I, I, <laughs> I turned to Sarah, and I go, I think that man's naked. Nice. Because the guy was removing his towel, and oh, boy. I, I, saw, oh, I saw dong. And this is 150 feet away, and you're, you're walking yards. closer to this, and you realize what's going on. Well, I saw the couple congregating about 150 yards out. Right, I got really, you. Yeah. Par, par three, uh, seven iron shot. Yards, feet, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When, when, when I got to about what would be a pitching wedge shot hmm. it, coming into the hole, I noticed some dong. Hole. And dong. I, and I had better eyesight than the people I was with, So, and they go, <laughs> yeah. they go, they go, really? They go, oh, Lord. <laughs> And then so we kept walking closer, and then... Got, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's my point entirely. Yeah. We that, kept walking you, you closer. You take the ant, you turn her around, and you go, let's go that way. But no, yeah. Todd... I need Todd, to see how long this Todd dong presses is. on. Yes, it, it, exactly. was, it, it was entrapment. Yeah. You're already so far in that now walking out would be more what, of a pain be, in the ass. Would be weird. Yeah, that'd yes. be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. And then also, you don't want... When there's new people on the beach, if you turn around, you start walking away. The, the, you're gonna make the guy feel. They bad. feel, yeah. They Who feel cares? bad. Yeah, you. That's his problem, not yours. He's looking out for them. Todd's a very sensitive person. You know what? Like, yeah, like you know we what? talked about if earlier. If he didn't yeah. want you to feel bad, he yeah. shouldn't have been throwing his dong around in the first place. <laughs> well, what what I found out was that this is a Just place. Just willy nilly. Yeah. It is socially acceptable, and people congregate to have their dicks out. Because as we got closer, I realized we were watching. We were walking on a homosexual nude beach. Well, the beach right. wasn't homosexual, but the naked men on it were. <laughs> 
Yes. So we we get closer, and I start noticing that uh, uh, first of all that that guy had his dong out. Yes. Uh, right. His his buddy who he was sitting on the beach with also had his dong out. Also had his dong out. Wow. Point number two. Yes. And then we were in country. <coughs> I, we were surrounded by naked men frolicking, playing football, and these were like fat guys with like the fat like the, what they called the panis. What? what? It was like male gunt. Yeah, like, it's uh, like wait, the, what? It like the belly fat. Oh yeah, I think I think I've, I've heard it. I've heard it called a gawk. <laughs> <laughs> so for females, it's the gunt, and for guys, it's yeah, the gawk. Gawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so I saw a lot of gawk, and then <laughs> that's good. So we're we're walking right by the sh- like right by where the the water creeps up and you know tickles our feet. Maybe that's why there were no shipwrecks on this beach, Todd. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> Nothing to do with the lighthouse. <laughs> They they saw what Todd saw and turned around. Yeah, the ships which turned you, around because they're like, oh, Lord, we yes. don't need to get any closer to that. Whereas Todd's like, well, let's check this no, let's out. Let's keep going. Let, let's press on, yes. There's a guy in the crow's nest like, Arr, out yonder, there be gawk in that beach. Turn around. Turn around. Yeah, exactly. Red alert. Maybe, you know... Maybe, maybe like lots of the pirates like to you know pull the ship up, get blown, and then get out of town. <laughs> like they're kind of like on the down low. Pirates. Just hightail it. Yeah. yeah. Just get the well, I mean, I would think that would lead to more shipwrecks because maybe one of the gawk guys would go on the pirate ship and then like he'd accidentally crash the ship. He'd instead of like getting like roadhead, he'd be getting like seahead or something like that. You know, and then he's like accidentally steering the ship like I got it, crashing nice. into the rocks. Yeah, that's got to be. I mean, roadhead is it's quite difficult to drive. And then when 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 you've got like you know if you got like the Queen Mary or a large because the thing is <laughs> yeah that would be tough. if you if you're nap like one thing is a steering wheel, another thing is a fucking sail. Yeah, like if you're trying to adjust the sail while getting head, you know you're kind of moving around the ship. You're like, oh, could you move a little bit starboard there? <laughs> you know, thank you. Yeah, and, and it, that's it, terrible. So so what happens is as we get closer we're now in country so we're we're walking by where the water is lapping up on the surface oh. and then on one side of us on the beach are all the guys just hanging around and they're literally hanging around just hanging out just hanging yeah. out and we start walking and then there's one guy who's sitting right like where the water's lapping up busting a Winnie the Pooh Huh? Oh, shirt on, pants off. <laughs> T-shirt, no pants. <laughs> and so then, dude, and I walk right next to the fucking guy, and like, what do you do, right? And so, well, I would have already turned around. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, Main point being, at, at this point, how much how much dong had you seen? Like in the like 150, 200. I would say. The the stretch of beach we walked through was about I would say you know sometimes if you run a track two times it's it's like a half mile yeah it was a half mile of cock yeah but how many how many dudes were there just with you know just hanging out as it were I would, there, let's say this there's about uh, seventy five penises and about one hundred fifty balls <laughs> okay so, yeah it was about math so you do, you do the math yeah exactly and, you know what though yeah, it's yeah. like it would almost be worse if it was just like 20 because it's like you get that initial shock and you're just like oh but then it's just like solid like dong 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 and you sort of desensitize to it after a while whereas if it was like you know two naked guys just hanging out you're like oh but then like but then like nothing happens again for you know 500 feet and then like another naked dude you're like oh you know or it's like you just had that initial shudder and then it's like yeah dong 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 whatever i saw this a mile back you know like, the constant barrage. Yeah, exactly. Kind of it's like it. a heavy assault right. of naked dude. Oh my god! Yeah, it, we pretty much hit the century mark when it came to cock. And so, but 
we're walking and there's this one guy and he's like he's about oh I would say about a, a foot and a half from me because it's not like I'm gonna go run off into the water. Good lord! You know, he's about a foot. Why and not? Half. That's the thing. Todd's like hanging out at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just like, Todd's a, he was Todd's like two like, feet away. He, I'm just hanging out. Got a snow guy. He's yeah. asking his woman, like, maybe maybe I should take my pants off, too. I don't know. She was kind of weird. Just to fit in. Yeah. She was disgusted. <laughs> but so I turned out, and so then this guy's right next she to me. He wasn't the only one. So I, I turned to him, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Because, <laughs> you know, it's like you don't want to see. Like, my whole thing is if there's people. Well. I'm on their beach. You know, so yeah. it's it's my job. It's their to kinda, turf, right? Yeah. yeah, it's their party. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm I don't want to be like judging them because they came together not to be judged, so they can be well, together yeah. and throw a football around with their cocks hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. Right, <laughs> let them do it. And it, but then the w- really bad part was we're walking again, right where the water is lapping up on the ocean. Right, and this gentleman goes to walk into the water and kind of walks mm-hmm. right in front of myself and the misses <sighs> with a raging hard on. <laughs> Just massive hard on. Oh. And she was like, oh my God. It's it, boner time. What guy walk right in front of us like 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 a normal guy walking to the beach, walks right by, just this big hard on. So finally Well, he really likes the beach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so finally I like I like how you're concerned, Todd, too. It's like, oh well, you know, I can't judge them. I gotta talk to people. He's very like, he's very sensitive, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Todd I walk through my daily life. I don't like talking to people in general. And it's like, especially if I was on a nude beach, I'd be like, Ugh. I am a sensitive man, you know? Like, I, yeah. I, I try to make everybody feel inclusive, you know? I, I, I don't want to... I try to avoid especially, contact with the world. Especially to your Mick girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, to my yeah. Mick girlfriend. You're very sensitive. Yeah. So we get off the beach, and it's me, uh, once again, uh, my fiance's cousin, who's 50. And, and the two gay guys you picked up? Yeah, and, and a guy on each arm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm like yes. Freddie Mercury with two buff guys sitting on their shoulders in a Superman cape, you know, getting off the beach. But no pants. No pants. Yeah. So we finally get there, and so we go back to the car where, you know, uh, Sarah's aunt is, who's 80. Oh, boy. So we By get- the way, bef- before you get to the aunt story, it's like, how come women never do that? Go to the beach and just hang out Winnie the Pooh style, you know? Just vag? Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't mind seeing that every once in a while. Oh, I wouldn't, yeah, you know? Is, is there a female known for wearing a shirt and no pants? No, I don't think so. You know, if there were anyone, I think it'd be Lady Gaga. She'd be like the closest. Oh, but yeah. I think she was wearing panties when she dropped her, you know, pants at the Yankee game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that. The- but but in, in, in her defense, she may be a man. So, <laughs> so maybe there's no one. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Back to the 80-year-old in the car. Oh, but, but what happens is, actually, I think the female equivalent would be like Van Heusen Island. Where it's like they used to always have those commercials of the chick with the wearing the man's Van Heusen oh, yeah. shirt in the morning. That, that was hot. Like, wouldn't that be hot if it was a whole yeah. island of chicks just jamming out with the clam out, just in the Van Heusen <laughs> shirts walking around? Yeah. I've heard of rock out with your cock out. I've never heard of jam out with your clam out. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what they use when when you play lesbian bars. Really? Yeah. It was, it was really? Yeah. It was, you think Sarah McLaughlin's ever like sang that at one of her concerts? Or? So what happens is we get there and we're, we, we go, oh, no, we got to tell Sarah's no, you don't. year old aunt what happened. No, you don't. No, you don't. Why do you have to tell her? Because it was a funny story. Oh, okay. it, it was amusing. Oh, we, okay. We, we, well, you know, if you wanted to make her laugh, it's like, oh, I know what cracks up the 80-year-old demographic. I got the comedy for her. Cock humor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little lighthouse humor. Whole Guess what? We cock, just saw yes. a whole bunch of dongs. Right. So I finally... 
we get we get there to talk to her, and she had a, a camera that she was taking photos of of the lighthouse and all this stuff. Awesome. So so we and get you, and you and the guy, yeah, me and the, me and the, <laughs> and the two dudes that, that he picked yeah, up yeah, on yeah. the beach. All right, keep going, sir. Raging hard on. Yeah. yeah. So what Gunther happened? and Frank. <laughs> so what happens is we go, you know, uh, Aunt Bernadette. We just walked through and we walked on the nude beach thing. We had no idea that was where the nude beach was, and she goes, "Oh, I know." <laughs> <laughs> she knew what was up. Yeah. And we go, we go, how do you know? She goes, I got photos. So she was on a lookout taking photos of the nude guys on the beach, turns her camera to me, and I look at the little digital picture thing, and we look down at the photo, and it's kind of from a distance, and she says, quote, I hope that's his arm. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> nice. So she was the one who was all into it. Yeah, she, was, she knew, she what knew was exactly up. what was going on in she, Fire Island. She, she just wanted to go. Up. She set you up. Yeah. She set you yeah. up. Yeah, she set you up grandma's cool oh, wait, these are your in-laws who were these people uh, yeah these are my in-laws to be oh okay at, at some point well, she's cool yeah yeah it's a party and what what, what what about the 50 year old who was the 50 year old woman it was her it was the aunt's daughter the aunt's daughter so did the aunt's daughter know what was going on or was she like the mark or was this like a practice <laughs> was this, were, they, were they setting you up like you know like dick clark and ed mcmahon used to do on practice on bloopers and yeah, practical bloopers jokes nice. or whatever yeah. and it's like the victim todd perry and his fiance right, he right. doesn't know he's about to experience a beach full of dong you know <laughs> the accomplice you know would be you beach know. full of dong <laughs> yeah the accomplice would be his woman with the big mick chin you know because <laughs> they're very politically correct on exactly. uh, practical bloopers and practical jokes and it's like accomplice number two is the 50 year old woman is going to act shocked and then the grandma who's going to photograph it all and send it into dick clark and epic man at I the think, end. I think there was a very elaborate ruse going on on Fire Island. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's not actually a nude beach. It's like all those guys were in on it, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 70 it was dudes, just like, all set like, up. We know you don't all normally go yeah. there and just hang out with your dong out, but why don't you do this? Because we're going to pull one over on Todd Perry. You know? the, the, the nice thing would be if it was written in the sand as we got towards the end of the beach, like all big, like written in dick. You know, some kind of like, you know, happy Lord. vacation, Todd yeah, and Sarah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed all the naked dudes. But it was kind of funny. And the gawk. You were talking, we were talking about pirates a little earlier. <laughs> and, and I was just thinking yes. with this speech, I was thinking of the, the pirate ship and I was thinking of Tommy Lee. How in the Pamela Anderson video, how he attempts to steer the boat with his dick. Yeah, uh-huh. I've heard it. I haven't He's seen like, that video, uh, but I've heard that part that he steering the boat. <laughs> He is attempting to steer a boat with his cock. And I he heard did he it. succeeded. Man, that shit is crazy. Have you seen a book? Yeah, man. Back in the day, yeah. Dude, he was he was the second assistant grip on it. Exactly. <laughs> I think that was Pamela Anderson. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Put on your silk stockings. Open your decanter of cavassier. Roll out the bearskin rug and ignite your fireplace. It's time for the Far Out Forum. Real people, real stories, real sexy. So we, we had a solicit on the last show we did. We were asking people about to send in their salacious sex stories for the Far Out Forum. Uh, so basically what, what this is, 
is we want people to have a, a place where they can come and they can share their erotic stories and have them read on air. Well, Todd wants that. Nice. I, I'd, I'd like that. Because <laughs> remember, I don't know if they still do this. I guess probably they do it on the internet somewhere, but there used to be a magazine you could buy and it was called like Playboy Forum. Well, Penthouse Forum. Was it Penthouse? Yeah. I don't think Playboy had a forum. They just had a mansion. Oh. <laughs> the Great Western Forum. <laughs> <laughs> That's who should buy the forum. The penthouse. penthouse. That'd be awesome. And that, they could turn the Great Western Forum into literally the Great Western Forum. How come no one's thought of this? Bob Guccione, are you still alive? Get on this. Live from the Penthouse Forum. It's the, you know, but Dude, that, how great would that be if Penthouse sponsored the forum? That would be awesome. But they have like a, a, a African-American they have like a church. church. They have a church there every Sunday. Oh, yeah. find the Lord <laughs> really? Yeah. In the Penthouse Forum. So there's like fourteen thousand people that go to the forum or whatever and go to this church. There are a lot of a lot of people in Inglewood that, yeah. that love the Lord. But that's that's good. I didn't realize there was a church that had that big a congregation. Oh yeah, oh, no. sure. Yeah. Maybe Penthouse could sponsor the forum six days out of the week. <laughs> so six days out of the week, it's the Penthouse forum. But on Sunday, it's 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 God's forum. Yeah, it's the Lord's forum. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, and the preacher comes out to the front of the microphone in the Penthouse forum. He's like. You'll never believe what happened to me last night. <laughs> it was the most amazing experience. I met two twins. Oh, boy. That's good. And I also met Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's a big night, man. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen the movie Fear of a Black Hat? I may have brought this up to you before. I, I think John... On every show, going back to the last show and now, we'll make some kind of fear of a black hat <laughs> reference. I, I, but I figure you have seen this film. See, this is this is where I differ. Have you seen C before? I've seen C before too. Yeah. See, it's either you've seen C before or fear of a black hat. John is a cultured man; he's seen both. But yeah. I, I have not seen fear of a black hat. Fear of a black hat has this one seat, and they have this preacher, and I believe his title is Reverend Doctor Deacon Doctor Doug or something like that. And he's going on about this. He's like, last night I went to the NWA show, and women were all around acting dressed like harlots. And then he's like <laughs> throwing the panties up on stage, and he whips them out, and then he sniffs them as he's <laughs> preaching. To the- Nice. To the choir, he's like the freaks were all at the mine. Can you say freaks in the house? So maybe he could be the preacher at the penthouse forum yeah. on Sundays and rile up the crowd of fourteen thousand before you know they do the starting lineups and such. You I, know they like play a uh, little uh, Alan Parsons uh, serious. You know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> come out yeah, like the Bulls like used to this, in '96. I love that. So. We wanted a place. Oh, yeah, we have a story. <laughs> yes, we, we wanted a place. So our listeners, actually, it was totally awesome. Uh, once again, the listeners have been really responding to the show, getting big download numbers, and we've got two listeners. Two? Responded, awesome. Responded to, because, I mean, oh. when you're asking for people to, we don't have two listeners all together. Are you sure? First of all, there's three of us in this room, and I believe we all listen to the show. Okay. But uh, we zone did. out, actually. <laughs> I, I don't listen to anything. I, I'm not even listening he's right not, now. He's not really here, yeah. Anyway, Todd. So we have two listeners sent in stories. So uh, I think if we can sit and listen in to their sexual escapade and, uh, and find out how this is going to go. So I, right. I figured, again, no sexier man in this world to read off this story <laughs> then. Now, bear with us. These, I, I did read these beforehand, and they are, they are pretty good. So right. uh, John Salwin, if you could please tell us should the first I, story. Should I, write, should I read the subject line, as it were? 
or no? Or should I just launch into the story? I just launch into the story, I guess. All right. Before you read this, please don't judge me. So I guess before you listen to this, please don't judge whoever this is. I'm just sharing my story because you guys asked. First of all, my mom died right when I was born, and I grew up with my dad's family. And talk about a way to start off a sexy story. <laughs> that's By the way, hot. yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing yeah, says hot, hot like that. A little bit of divorce. Because my dad has emotional issues, and he bailed before I was born. Growing up, there was a lot of distance between me and my sister. When I was about 17 or 18, I first noticed that she was a hottie. Oh, boy. I accidentally found a video that she made of herself. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) I thought she was so beautiful that I watched it twice. Okay. Right around the time I found the video, all this crazy stuff went down and I had to leave home. In parentheses, my dad's family, who I was staying with, got in bad trouble with the law. Oh. In fact, even my sister was in custody when I left home. My friend and I went to go pick her up. She actually kissed me right after we came to get her. And it wasn't a sisterly kiss, you know? She slipped him the tongue. We're going to have to call social services on this podcast here. (laughs) Okay. Hopefully they're over 18 when when the kiss happened. Well, he said he was about 17 or 18 when he first noticed that she was a hottie, so I'm assuming this happened afterwards. Uh, And by the way, we don't know the age of consent in this uh, town. It might be 16, so it might be completely okay. If they're in Arizona, this would be fine, right? I don't know. It's all good. You know what? The place with the lowest age of consent, I think, is Maryland, where it's like 13 or something like that. Oh. Yeah, it's insanely low, 13 or 14. I bet if you did like one of those Megan's Law searches. Go to ageofconsent.com. And I mean, while that night might not be total legal advice, it'll give you an idea. Does John have that? You'd always got to be weary if somebody has that on their favorites. Or, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, would, window say, browser. I would say be wary if they have that as like they're a homepage. Right. Um, <laughs> After we left, we all went to crash with my sister's friends. On the trip there, my friend sort of implied that he wanted to get with my sister. Oh, creepy dude. And I got a little jealous. Oh, jeez. He's a good-looking guy. Soon after I Threesome, got... Re- maybe? You should have suggested that, at least. Oh, boy. Menage Soon after I got really badly hurt in an accident. But when I was in recovery, my sister came to see me, and she gave me this awesome, slow, passionate kiss on the lips. Ugh. Yeah, oh, boy. Wow. We spent some time apart, and I started to get really religious. <laughs> Going to church at the penthouse for him. <laughs> so I tried not to think of her that way. A year or so... Well, good. <laughs> Maybe you should. A year or so after all that stuff went down, we were out sailing, and she was wearing, like, the hottest bikini I'd ever seen. And it brought back all the old feelings. Sigh. Oh, this is where it gets good, I guess. A little while later, she actually wound up with my friend from before. I can't say I was surprised, but even after she was shacking up... By the way, who still uses the term shacking up? Did this letter come to us from the 1960s or something like that? It might be one of our older listeners, because we do skew a little bit older than uh, the former show did. Oh, was this the grandma who set you up on Gawk Beach or whatever? (laughs) No, no. no. I think this is definitely somebody from the 70s, though. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Definitely. This is definitely a guy probably about 53, 54. Writing it on Quaaludes. Yeah. Yeah, shacking up with my friend, there was a time we were at a party. My friend was inside, and my sister and I were outside alone. It was a really intimate moment. I think something might have happened, except I killed the mood when I told her that Darth Vader was our father, and I had to go fa- to face him. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, that's pretty hot, though. Comedian. I did, had no idea Luke Skywalker was a listener. <laughs> I thought so possibly, it's a character. <laughs> thought possibly Luke Skywalker from the Two Live Crew might might tune in for the occasion. <laughs> Maybe stuff. it was him. Yeah, it's I bet. I bet Luther Campbell has had this experience. He, he was a big fan of the old show. <laughs> so not, not a big fan of this show, but right. 
Uh, let's see here. So we got we got one more that was submitted. All right, let's uh, bang it out. I guess maybe keep off the... I guess you can read the subject line on that one. That's fine. <laughs> the subject line is Rodeo Clown. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's sexy. Those guys travel <laughs> yeah. from place to place and yeah. probably get a bit of tang. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> like carnies, yeah. Nothing turns women on like getting almost getting your ass kicked by a bull. Yeah. Well, women do get excited by a little bit an element of danger. There's some That's danger true. in that, right? That's some true. Danger. What yeah. about almost getting your ass kicked by a radio bull? Not as hot like Shotgun Tom comes out and starts, you know, making. I, my, I, I don't know for sure, but but I have a gut feeling that no woman has ever been turned on by Shotgun Tom. Actually, that's just a hope. Shotgun Tom's wife. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't say it doesn't say much about your sexual stamina when you are known as Shotgun. Uh, well, I guess not. Yeah. What What would you rather be known as? What gun would be better for stamina? Uh, for stamina, I'd uh, repeater. <laughs> okay. There All you right. go, yeah. yeah. Saturday night special. Uh, I had a part-time job as a rodeo clown in Texas. Not me, the, oh, I thought, the writer. Oh, okay. oh yeah. sorry, And sorry. was coming back to a cheap motel in El Paso after getting a light goring. <laughs> light goring that nice. day. Well, wow. I think there's different words for goring if you're a rodeo clown. It's kind of like... You know, the, the the Eskimos in snow. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if you're a rodeo clown, I mean, you might start like, ah, it's a light goring. You yeah. show that to like, oh, God, that looks serious. No, nah, no, nah, I've had worse. Yeah, <laughs> just a light goring. Yeah, it was yeah. a light goring. It was business as usual. But hey, it's showbiz. I got home and took a hot bath and noticed a bizarre bruise on my left hip in the rodeo. <laughs> By the way, that is showbiz. In the rodeo <laughs> clowning business. Wow. Jesus. Uh, ITT Tech offers a degree in that. Um, You sometimes find bizarre bruises on your body that you have no idea where they came from. Usually I suspect that it's something that occurred while fighting a large enraged bull. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, good suspect. But you can never be too sure of these things. Anyway, the motel had a TV with like two channels, and I was bored, so I went off to check out the local bar in this town called the Gilded Gander. There I saw a waitress named Gertie. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of sex. She was older and had very thick thighs. The more I drank, the younger she got, and her thighs got less thick. You know, the exact opposite happens to me. The more I drink, the more unattractive women become. Really? Yeah. It's. I, what about dudes? Uh, dudes also become less attractive when I'm drunk. <laughs> it like magnifies your vision or what? Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. Yeah, I, I'll explain this later, but we'll finish the story. Yeah. I took her back to my motel, and as I passed the desk attendant he said hi gertie to my new lady friend she said hi bill back at him it seems gertie had been to this motel a few times before uh, was it the no-tell motel no. <laughs> well 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 what well oh well once we got in bed we took off our clothes and i opened this session with my opening move that always gets the ladies going nice <laughs> then uh, she started like to complain gordy. that my clown yes. makeup was getting all over her thighs nice Oh, to say I was ill-prepared for that night would have been an understatement. The worst part of the whole ordeal was that the next day I couldn't even work the rodeo. Due to lack of prophylactics, I had used my clown nose in place of the good day sponge. Good day sponge? I think this is another guy from, like, back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, another dude writing us from the past. What the hell is a good day sponge? I would assume it's kind of like a uh, diaphragm or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's for a chick, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not his problem. So he well, used a clown nose or what? You know, it's not his problem unless he doesn't want to knock her up. No, come on. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm thinking, what, what's up with the sponge, by the way? What, what's up with the sponge? Like, how did, did you just, it always seems weird to me that before you're getting ready to have sex with a woman, she has to insert something. Because it, it seems to me like the stuff <laughs> they have to insert, like a diaphragm, usually it looks like kind of like a mini satellite dish. 
Right. And yeah. they, they, they put it in there, and I guess it expands, right? Yeah. But can't... I'm, I'm figuring, like, my turtle, right? If I put up, like, a, uh, a fence, my turtle can find the hole in the fencing yeah. in order to get out. I'm thinking sperm would probably... You know what I'm saying? You're just putting it in there. It's not like there's spermicide and what well, it, it is. Might be. Like, does it just cover the cervix? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe because it's just like a generational thing. It's well, like quaaludes and diaphragms are two things that if you're below the age of uh, like 45, you have no idea have what no the idea. fuck they are. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. It's like all, you know, no birth control is rock solid. Although it's like, you know, the percentages have gone, you know, down. It's like even... You know, if you read, uh, you know, any evolutionary psychology books like uh, Selfish Gene or The Red Queen or Sperm Wars or anything like that. Wow. Yeah. Have you read all those? I've read them all. Oh, Sperm Wars. That's where they compare sperm to being like linebackers and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool because, yeah, you find out that, you know, uh, 99% of male sperm isn't capable of inseminating anything. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's all this, it's it's an entire war, you know, and only like 1% of sperm is like an egg getter and the yeah. other ones are like killers and blockers. So yeah, it kind of is like hmm. a football term because wow. uh, you know yeah. over time, guys, you know over evolution, you know guys who uh, you know had sperm that could kill off other men's sperm were more successful mating. And right. So uh, so yeah, so that's uh, yeah, so that's why you know it's like you know ninety nine percent of your sperm not capable of inseminating anything. Yeah, sperm's kind of like roller derby if you really yeah. break it down. Like you have like the the larger, thicker. Yeah, the Chicks block going. Yeah, four blockers and one jammer. Yeah, and then you have like skinny mini. Right. Who's like the, the fast, like kind of like tootie from like yeah, uh, I guess Back so. to Life. She's like, boom, boom, boom. And then you have like the big like Texan broads with the big shoulders, like the big, mm. the big tall dikey chicks. You know, I'm going to see a roller derby game. Now that you've made the combinate, like the comparison to sperm wars, I'll be thinking that like, oh, the blockers are kind of like, you know, blockers and killers and sperm wars. And the jammer, the only one that can score, is, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like an egg getter. That's he, awesome. He only mentioned this because he saw Whippet last night. He has been watching the. Drew Barrymore movies like yeah. nonstop. This guy. That's what's <laughs> yeah, have you seen Whip It? Actually, uh, it's a great movie, man. Why would I not see it? That's my question <laughs> to you. Yeah, is that about is that about a chick who does a lot of nitrous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds a lot better. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. <laughs> she does that for forty five seconds. That's, that's the thing about the the nitrous high is it only lasts for like forty five seconds. Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it is a good for. But the, the bad thing is if you have the computer cleaner because that shit it Ugh. leaves an awful taste in your mouth. Well, right. I had a, I had a buddy that was, into, <laughs> that was into whippets and he got like the nitrous cartridges and he had a cracker so the way he did it is he got the nitrous cartridge got the cracker and he would fill it into like you know one of those big balloons Balloon. you know, like those hand balloons that oh, yeah. you, know, you right. blow up and then oh, sure. you do that and then you just inhale it and then you're just like whoa for 45 seconds then yes. you're like whoa 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 you know <laughs> well yeah you know actually the funny thing was that uh, when I was in uh, when I was in community college uh, there was a dude, this Russian dude that was in one of my classes, and he was like a Russian raver. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And so he used to take me to his car after class and basically- Show you his gawk. We know, we know, right? <laughs> Would you be like to be seeing the gawk? <laughs> we have, we know your secrets, Mr. Perry, and would you like to see the gawk? No, well, we, we know what the beaches you've been on. <laughs> we know what happened at the beach. So what happens is the guy would crack open these nitrous things and he'd have the balloon and we'd sit in his fucking car and he would blaze like, have you ever heard the Goa tribe? And this is the best techno you have ever heard. 
and the guy would like be like boom 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 and we'd sit in the car and we'd do whippets and so if you're just walking was he actually playing some obscure techno or was it just the launch and every time he thought it was something different because he was on whippets yeah. I don't think techno really gets obscure. I mean, it doesn't have a big range. Tech, it's like boom, 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 boom. It but all sounds pretty much obs- the same. It's just, it's it's a little bit, it's either higher pitch, lower pitch, fast or slow. And that's pretty much all it breaks down. Uh, I'm wondering what happened with the other people that parked in that parking lot that were walking by the car and just saw me and this Russian dude going, like with big balloons in our hands <laughs> at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like the techno's like boom, boom, boom. We're just like... You are, it is like, you know what bitch you've been on. <laughs> this music is really good. And, it's, and I'm like, yeah, man, it's great. You know, it's like, oh, boy. Wow. Sounds like a party. But with that. Yeah, let's get out of here. All yeah. right. It's been a pleasure, everybody. Uh, come back for next week on the show. And once again, thanks, everybody, for responding and getting all into shit. And... Uh, <laughs> What a thank you. Yeah, just thank thanks you for everybody getting for getting shit, all man. into shit. Yeah. It's great. And uh, comments on the site and jump on that iTunes. Give us an honest rating and then uh, leave a little comment there. That Don't ask for an honest rating. We give you the show for free. All you got to do is uh, go to iTunes and uh, write us a nice little rating. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. And we will see you next Wednesday on Far Out. refrigerator the door is closed the lights out butter's getting hard the eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby, Baba Dutti says, Ich träume von dir, and I dream of you. Bleib immer mein großer Freund. Yes, I do. Die 